From our nation's capital, this is Naps Chat. I'm gonna stand right down and write myself a letter And make believe it came from you Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Naps Chat. I'm Bob Levy, the Director of Legislative and Political Affairs for the National Association of Postal Supervisors. This week we're on the road, where I'm taping this Naps Chat episode in Sacramento, California, the state capital, where I'm attending the California Postal Legislation Coalition's annual conference. This annual event is the result of the collaborative efforts of postal management associations, unions, the National Association of Active and Retired Federal Employees, and the Postal Service. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, this is the first time in about three years the conference took place in person. California postal employees have been extremely important in promoting issues of mutual concern to the entire postal community. For example, the immediate past and current Speaker of the House hail from California. They are Nancy Pelosi and Kevin McCarthy. The California congressional delegation has traditionally been well represented on the House and Senate committees with jurisdiction over the United States Postal Service. And after all, California can boast over 67,000 active postal employees and almost 1,700 postal facilities. So with me today are the guiding lights of the California Legislative Postal Coalition, Mary Walton of the National Association of Postal Supervisors, Ron Jones of the National Association of Letter Carriers, Clarice Golden of the United Postmasters and Managers of America, Gary Davis of the American Postal Workers Union, and Mary DeJoy, who also hails from NAPS. So welcome to you all. If I can go around the room and starting with you, Clarice, <laughs> What what brings you, what's your background with the Postal Service? I'm Clarice Golden, member of UPA. I've been in the Postal Service. I worked 36 years. I spent much of my time in management. So when I joined the Postmasters organization, I enjoyed a few things as being the first of issues such as the person that would do the prayers at our national convention. So I'm still doing that now, so I'm enjoying every minute of it. Okay, let's turn over to Gary Davis from the American Postal Workers Union. Good afternoon, Bob. I'm uh, Gary Davis, American po- California State, American Postal Workers Union president. And I'm here today to, with the Postal Coalition. We talked about many issues. My, one of my top issues, the Windfall Act, to help all federal employees to reduce the compensation of, of, of retirees not to, to pay ample amount of uh, Social Security, be penalized with, with Social Security. And the other one is the Social Security Act. And... Uh, I'm looking forward to going to D.C. in uh, early April and talk to my congressman in my district in the 27th and Mr. Garcia. And uh, future details of what our coalition talked today about and everything. And I'm kind of backwards on this, but I do. I did work for the Postal Service 42 years. And I, I was a clerk all my life in mail processing, also retail been a local president for 30 years, and now I'm the state president for the last three years. 
And I think all federal employees in this coalition has a voice, and we want to stress to our Congress people that we care and we need things more reliable and viable for us, the membership of this coalition. Marilyn? Good afternoon. My name is Marilyn Walton. I'm the Western Region Vice President for the National Association of Postal Supervisors. I'm also the Legislative Chair for the National uh, NAPS Legislative uh, Board. And uh, I have the privilege of representing the 13 Western states. I've been with the coalition for 24 years, along with Clarice and with Mary DeJoya here today. And uh, my colleagues are also here today. They've come on board as other people have left. So we continue with the legislative activity in the state of California. And of course, I have the opportunity to deal with a lot of the national issues. Let's go to Mary now. Hello, all. My name is Mary DeJoya, and I was with the Postal Service 47 years before I retired. And I'm enjoying every minute that I worked there and every minute that I've been away from there. So um, I've been with the coalition as Marilyn and Clarice for 24 years. This will be our 25th year. And also uh, every legislative conference in Washington, D.C. with NAPS since 1980, which gives me a little over 40 years there also. So, um, but I enjoy working with the people. I was a clerk, I was a carrier. I supervised for many years. And I just am so proud that they all get along in this coalition and that's our goal, to, to leave our woes out the door and come in and work for what's good for the post office. Ron? Hello everyone, my name is uh, Ron Jones. I'm the uh, California State Association Vice President a shop steward for Branch 1111 and been employed by the Postal Service for 43 years. Uh, I've been a member of this coalition for about at least 10 years, uh, maybe 12 years. Uh, I was uh, surprised that this even exists here. This is a very unique group here. I don't think it's done anywhere else in the country here, and uh, I'm just so proud that we all get together, management and labor. Uh, we have a, uh, a policy where contractual issues, we leave that on the workroom floor here, and when we get here, we just talk legislation, of what's good for the Postal Service, what's good for our family, what's good for the American people here, and that has been our, our guiding light that has us to excel to great heights here. Now, visiting us also was Karen Ramming, so uh, I'm going to ask you to speak because you snuck in sort of after uh, I made the, the initial introductions. Yes, I did. Thank you and good afternoon. My name is Karen Ramming. I've been with the post office 36 and a half years now, and I feel like I'm the baby here. I'm still working. Yeah. I've done the positions of carriers, clerks, and I got into management and basically because I wanted to make a difference. So getting involved with NAPS and a coalition and all the legislative stuff, I really feel like, you know, we need people to help make a difference. So I'm with the NAPS branch 77 right out of Sacramento, and I do hold a legislative chair position because, yeah, there's just so much information that really needs to be out there. And I feel like I'm a good person to help put this information out. So I really want to thank you guys for letting me be involved with this, and I'm really, really enjoying myself. Now, Ron, you mentioned something about how unique this organization <clears throat> is. Ron, you identified something that I think is that this organization is so unique in the country. And no matter what the differences are among the coalition members, 
you are able to coalesce and to work on behalf of postal employees and retirees, no matter if they're union members or management, or as I said, retirees. How do you make it work? Well, you know, I think we make it work, Bob, because we have uh, mature people here who understand what, what we're up against here. Uh, we're dealing with Congress here. We, we know how Congress works here. We know the post office. We know the American people here. So our whole goal is to, to come together, uh, uh, keep focus here. Let's concentrate on, on our legislation, what we need to do to get uh, to keep the post office up and running and, and getting the mail uh, delivered to the American people on a timely manner. That's basically what, what we do, how we operate here. I don't think anybody can have any uh, issues with that. Now, let me address this to both Clarice and Marilyn, since you're one of the, you're part of the original members of the association, of this, this group, there have been bumps along the way, understandably. How do you sort of smooth out those bumps where there might be disagreements in, in the groups, maybe not necessarily on legislation, but on the work employment, and how do you sort of smooth them over? Well, my experience, I know in dealing with uh, Claire Reese, I remember she used to have a really good rapport, particularly with her carriers. I remember her talking about that. She used to let them come on the floor and talk about certain things that, you know, were within our realm to, to share. And also, I remember when we first started out, our goal was to leave our egos at the door and, as Ron said, focus on legislation. And over the years, we've evolved into a really core group. Like right now, I feel like Ron Jones with NELC is my partner. because I've been partnering with Gary with APWU. We have another member that wasn't able to be here today, Helen Sajak. She's with NAR, and she's been with us along the way. And even when we get, uh, remember when we were dealing with post-reform, NARF had some issues with us. And we kept working through them, and we kept co-partnering with them, and we kept sharing and we worked out all those differences that we thought we were dealing with. And I remember one time uh, NELC was having contract talks, and John Bowman, who was one of our original members, he stepped away. But then he said, oh, that doesn't have anything to do with the coalition. That has something to do with contracts. So we came back to the original thing and focusing on legislation. Now, Clar Clarice, you mentioned that... Uh, you've been, you're a chaplain, among other, your mother, mother uh, uh, attributes you have or, or uh, professions you sort of have, have maintained over the years. Does prayer help in this? Yes, 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 it certainly does. And it was just good to, I feel good about this because one of the issues, Joanne Anderson and myself as founders, we were very concerned about bringing in the crafts, because at that time, the Postal Service management and craft was kind of fighting quite a bit. And so we wanted to make sure, so when we presented it to them, we presented it that, what we said, no thing about the workroom floor. You can only, only deal with political issues. And we maintain that. I think if we had ever fell away from it, mm -hmm. we would have lost them. But the fact that we were able to maintain that, I think kept, kept us together for 24 years. And I, I, I think really so. Do. It's a lot of respect. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think yeah. we all respect each other. Exactly. And we accept each other for what we are and where we are in, you mm -hmm. know, within our organizations. Now, let me turn this over to Gary now. And I have a, I have a question for Gary. Uh, this was the first uh, of the coalition meetings that you've emceed, that you were the master of ceremonies, 
Am I correct on that? Yes, sir. Now, I want to ask you from your perspective, is it what you expected? That's number one. And number two, do you think if this sort of idea of a coalition were replicated in other states around the country, it would work? Or how would you suggest to your that, that such a coalition could work like in another state? It other can states? work in another state. We have the template here. It's proven to work. My predecessor before me as president worked very well with the organization. Uh, he, he led me to the Postal Coalition. And what I've seen, it has opened my eyes. And as being the MC today, I had a great time doing it. Of course, everybody gets nervous, but I enjoy being with people. And we have different managers, we have postmasters, we have NAS, we have all kinds of crafts, letter carriers, clerks, maintenance, we have it all in the Postal Service. But we'll, like I call everybody today, I call my union family, and I call this Postal Coalition my family. So I, mean, I just want to follow that up. So if you would get on the phone right now and call up your union brother who might be president, let's say, in the state of Ohio. Would you suggest this to him, this type of operation? Oh, definitely, definitely. And I said, look, I got the template. We got the knowledge. We got the know-how. And we, ha we can make this work. So, you know, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. And let's go forward. Yeah, let's, let's go to Mary now. Mary, I think, is the senior member at this table, been with the Postal Service the longest period of time, or associated with the Postal Service. You know, there's this old movie, Groundhog Day. I, I don't know if you know, where Bill Murray gets, is an actor, uh, actor Bill Murray portrays a weathercaster who, get, who has the honor of living in a relentless loop of recurring February 2nds. Now, with all the years that you've been involved in this coalition, we're dealing with a lot of the same issues year in and year out. Do you feel like you're in the postal Groundhog Day? Well, since we all get along and we work so closely together, I don't think, I think that the post office, you know, has benefited by us being as active as we are in it. It's what originally started us on it. And our, our manager said, come, come together, you group, and help me get through this. Uh, it was when UPS wanted to take our mail and uh, it was very interesting times back then, but sometimes you see things come full circle. But I don't think uh, in California we just keep trotting along, and we get to uh, you know all of our work done. And uh, you know when somebody gets off on the wrong track, somebody else leads them back on it. So you know we worked together for 25 years. It's it's been good. So Ron. We might be in a relentless route. I mean, we have to fight some of the same battles over and over again. We've been talking about government pension offset, windfall elimination provision dating back to the early 1980s. So what the challenge is, particularly for younger postal employees, how do we keep the issues fresh and relevant to them? Uh, good, good question, Bob, here. The, the only way that we can keep this relevant and fresh to them is reach out to them. Uh, there, there's no other way here, and that, that has to be uh, uh, through union meetings, uh, uh, through uh, Facebook groups, uh, uh, any type of uh, social media here. 
I'm an old guy, okay? I've been around, still working, 43 years, you know, I'm in my 60s here. So so I have to find ways to make myself relevant uh, to the young folks who come into the uh, the Postal Service here. And so we, we do that, uh, again, by uh, social media uh, uh, platforms here, our, our union meetings here. Uh, we send out flyers here. And so anything that we can find uh, uh, to reach them, uh, we do here. Now, it's a challenge. I, I can tell you that right now there. And, and it's not easy here. So, uh, but that's really the only way uh, we can uh, reach out there. And then trying to find those 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 people who love politics, you know, especially young folks. There. And and just for us here, you have to have a love for politics in order to be here. Uh, we're here on a Sunday. Uh, you got to sacrifice your time, uh, uh, your energy here. Uh, you got to do things when you'd rather just sit, lay in the bed and watch TV here. You, know, you got to get up and you got to do the stuff there to make this stuff work here. So uh, we go the extra mile, everybody in here, everybody's part of this coalition here. Uh, I and expected to do certain things. Uh, we expect certain things from everyone here, and, and that's what makes it work here. And so just trying to find a, a young—getting get, back to a, a, your point of a young folks, just trying to find them here, uh, we have to tell them just what is expected of them, how to do it here, and, and, and have fun along the, along the way here. And that, that's really the key for me. Now, Karen, you're, you're the junior person at this table. Uh, you're still working. Uh, <laughs> And uh, as I said, you're the junior. I'm going to ask you, you know, you deal with these, with young employees in the old days. I mean, when Clarice and, uh, and Mary first started with the Postal Service, the Postal Service was a branch of the federal, it was actually an agency within the federal government, and postmasters and rural carriers were actually appointed, were political appointees. So there was this relevance of politics in the position. How to today's, this generation of postal employee, how do we make politics and legislation relevant to them? That's a great question. So one of the things that I do emphasize when I talk to some of the newer kids, I will tell them, you know, hey, you need to be involved in some of this and, you know, ask questions because a lot of them, they do not know what their benefits are. Some of them don't even know what the retirement plans are. And so when I tell them that we are legislative, um, like me being the legislative chair, you know, talking to them saying, you know, these are things that we're fighting for, so you need to be aware of what it is that we're fighting for. So we always are sharing information. So I know, like, with a lot of the associations or the unions, and, like, touching on, like, what Ron said, you know, just putting the information out there, whether it's newsletters, postcards, social media, and a lot of us have our own websites where we do, when we update information, and we have to put that information out to them, hey, please go to this, see what it is that it is that we're doing. Because this, I think this issue or this question is so vitally important about because we're trying to train a new generation to be political activists. I want to get uh, also, I'd like to get uh, the you know, Gary's uh, view on this also because a lot of postal employees get their start in actually working as clerks in postal facilities and move on up the ranks in the APWU or move on into whatever, they move around, but a lot of them get their start. From your perspective, how do you acclimate them to to realizing that legislation is important? Well, that is a very good question with today's new generation. Uh, Like Ron was saying, that we have to reach out with the new workforce. And once they're hired in the clerk craft or the maintenance craft, especially veterans in the maintenance craft, such as custodians, uh, a lot of young people that come from the service start there. Also, the other craft, motor vehicle, we uh, 
there's always avenues for promotion up into managerial ranks through that. And by the time young people see, starting to see with the experience of this postal coalition, the aspects of legislative issues. And that's kind of how I recognized it in 92 when President Clinton all of a sudden made adjustments on how much contribution to put into retirement. And I said, wait a minute, how can a president do something like that? Or Congress? So I got more politically reading, and just like the younger generation today, uh, most people reflect the dollar bill. And when something goes on with their retirement, their paycheck, they take a look at it. And that's where we, just like Clarice and Mary, they pass down the history in Maryland, pass down the history of legislative issues, and the people respect our managers by doing that. And we're on our way of training a new generation how to get along with all of us. Just not the clerk craft, just not the carrier craft, just not managers, but all of us to how to save our jobs, how to look at our retirement and stuff, and it all starts there. Okay, let's final question, and I'm going to start with you, Gary. The two most important issues to APWU legislatively. As earlier I said, it's Social Security Act, H.R. Uh, 82. And then uh, there's other numerous ones. God, it went for uh, top, top two. About, top two. Top two. Social Security and the Windfall Act. I like, I like those corrected by Congress, what our legislation, what the federal employees want, and what the postal serve, postal employees want. Marilyn, on behalf of NAPS. On behalf of NAPS, right now we're looking at the Postal Fairness Act. Again, that's very important to us because we have a lawsuit in now, and we're concerned about the Postal Service responding to what we need to do to consult on uh, behalf of our members' benefits. Also, the Merit Systems Protection Board rights for all of our members. That's very, very important to us because those that don't supervise don't have that right. And again, like the others, H.R. 82, we're concerned because I'm a civil service retiree and I want my full Social Security. <laughs> so again, I just took liberty and, and, and went on with the third one. Okay. <laughs> Clarice, the UPMA? <laughs> well, of course, I'm retired also. So the Medicare is very important to me. Very important to me. And I don't know what happened or whether it's still in fact, but I also believe they wanted to change the beginning of the Postal Service and the logo and what we stood for. I think they don't go look for that very much anymore, but that was always important to me because I, I didn't want that changed. I wanted us to remain the United States Postal Service. Ron, you're going to have the final word on behalf of the NALC. Ours right now is uh, H.R. Uh, 82 there. Uh, that, that's really important. We want to get that uh, passed here. And also staffing here. Uh, we have uh, uh, staffing problems across the country here uh, with uh, carriers being short. Uh, and so those two things are really uh, things that we're really concentrating on with this new Congress here. Well, I want to thank everyone here. I want to thank, uh, first, I want to thank Gary Davis from the American Postal Workers Union. I want to thank Marilyn Walton from the National Association of Postal Supervisors that she brought along, Karen Ramming 
Branch 77, and Mary DeJoya, who's one of the originals of this organization. I want to thank Clarice Golden from the United Postmasters and Managers of America. And finally, I'd like to thank Ron Jones of the National <laughs> Association of Letter Carriers. Thank you all, and I want to thank Oh, I want to thank everyone for listening today on Naps Chat and for logging on. If you enjoy Naps Chat, please leave us a positive review in the Apple Podcast Store. And more importantly, share Naps Chat with your friends and colleagues. Please stay safe and healthy.